Schemers and grifters and wannabe inventors are trying to get your money so they can get rich real fast. But Jesse and Mike are here to set things right with your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast. Because you don't need that bullshit. No, you don't need that crap. You don't need a toaster that you program with an app. You just grab some headphones. You folks are all in luck. Mike and JF are back with your Kickstarter Sucks. Hey, guys. I was just wondering if you wanted to play a little bit of a matchmaker here. So a long time ago, Jesse, uh, or one of you, was talking about the YKS honk, where you honk at another car, and that's how you know that they um, they also listen to YKS. Well, I finally got one the other day. It was this really, really hot, spicy broad. And uh, I didn't get her license plate number or her phone number or anything. So uh, maybe you could play this and then, yeah, she could talk to you guys and then we could get in contact. Um, she was honking a lot. And uh, if you're listening right now, I was the guy who was uh, drunk and running over hitchhikers in my Camry. Uh, I, got, I understand if you don't want to match make, but if you do, I really appreciate it, guys. Really lonely. Hey, everybody. It's YKS. Jesse Ferrar here. We got Mike as well. Mike's taking a big sip of water. Look at this guy. <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to narrate what I'm doing, man. But yeah. But I mean, look, you're a, you're a real sippy boy. Um, I think on a previous episode we talked about how you were going to give out a recipe for water. I don't know that you ever came through on the water recipe. Um, I don't know yeah. if you're prepared to do it right now, but can we at least get a tease for what it might? I mean, um, a lot of people have been asking me about it. I can give a, I can give out a little hint. Okay, you're gonna need a cup. So okay, that should. I don't want to give it all away, but yeah, don't give away the farm. You're gonna need a cup. Well, and that's. I would say, uh, you know, the water wets your whistle, but the the hint about the water is really tantalizing. You know what I mean? I'm really, yeah. uh, I'm champing at the bit to hear more about this water, and that's what we've got. In store for you this episode, it's all water all the time, wall-to-wall water talk here on YKS, the show where we talk about Kickstarters and water recipes. <laughs> um, as I said, Jesse Farrar here, Mike Hale, uh, Mike Hale's Water Cup. It's a full show, so we don't want to mess around too much, uh, but up at the top of the show, Mike, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, the great uh, bonus episode we do with our friend Chris James, a very funny Canadian comedian. Yeah, I would have just said uh, comedian, but yeah, he's a very funny guy. We did a bonus episode with him. Check it out. It's over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash your Kickstarter sucks. It's a, uh, it's a great, it's a great time we had with him. He's a very funny guy. One of, I think, just my opinion, one of the all time best uh, Canadians, <laughs> just full stop. Just yeah. One of the best. Um, I, I can't name any better ones off the top of my head. What would you say? Uh, was Stephen Hawking Canadian? I don't think they had a Stephen Hawking. Okay. Okay. So American. So he, so Chris moves up the board cause I, yeah. on my board, I had Hawking ahead of him, but I guess now take him off, you know, slot Chris on up. Yeah. Uh, devastating, devastating, uh, uh, past a little while here for the Hawking family. First, uh, the guy dies, and now he's uh, not on the big board anymore. Right, right. 
Jesus. What about uh, uh, while I'm thinking about it, just because you seem to know about this kind of stuff, was Nelson Mandela Canadian? I think he was Canadian. Yeah. Okay. It was a big kerfuffle. He went to Africa and did something, but yeah, I think he's a uh, Canadian. So let's call it top two for Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty good. Funny guy. Uh, go on and check that uh, episode out on the Patreon page because it was the episode so nice we did it twice. Uh, we did that episode twice, mm. especially for you guys. Mm. So, <laughs> and again, it's not really important, but it is just what happened. So, yeah, something happened to the episode, and who cares what it is? It's so long ago anyway. We're on to another uh, <clears throat> another week or whatever. The uh, the episode got stuck in the internet tubes. Yeah, I remember that. The internet's a truck. The internet's a series of tubes. Isn't uh, it crazy that that's what a political like scandal or joke used to be? Yeah, man. Is this guy was only like 60% right about what the internet was? <laughs> <laughs> he used an inarticulate analogy to describe uh, the main way that yeah. we all process information. Whereas now the current president gets online and says doo-doo every morning at 5 a.m. The old stuff was like uh, Obama wore a tan suit. Yeah. Or uh, he had uh, arugula on his like burger. <laughs> and like that was like what oh they no he had a Dijon mustard and they got mad at him. Oh yeah, don't forget he's a secret smoker. <laughs> yeah, you know how and Republicans a, and, hate and a tobacco Mus- and a Muslim, but let's not get into. Well, um, I think it's belief. I want to say it's implied when I said smoker <laughs> of the Islamic faith. Uh, but yeah, I don't even remember who that guy was. Who who even was Obama? The... <laughs> I mean, it rings a bell, but. Feels like so. Feels like so long ago. It was a black fella, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, but no. Who was the internet tubes guy? Who was that guy? Oh, I don't fucking know. This that does feel like so long ago. That feels. But it was like it was like I'm gonna I'm gonna see who it was. It's so unimportant. Internet series of tubes. Oh, we got the Daily Show remix. That's you know (laughs) you know that's funny. Okay, it says it was um. It's a former United States Senator, Ted Stevens of Alaska. Yeah, you dumbass. He's a shit. Hey, shithead. You were, I think you were wrong about that. Uh, please don't ask me what the internet actually is, though. Um, I really, I do know, but I just actually cannot go into it at this time. Um, I've got a lot of things on my plate. Uh, very busy, so um, I can't really... Uh, you got a lot of things on your plate. Did we uh, press record while you were having dinner? Well, yeah. well, <laughs> well. Oh, actually. Who is that guy's name? I've already forgotten the guy's name who you just said five seconds ago. Ted Stevens. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. I'll forget again. That's how unimportant he is. So Ted Stevens was the guy's name um, from a, a few minutes ago, and he's uh, dead. Oh, wow. He died. Rest in peace. He I always liked him. I always thought he was really nice. Yeah. So he was actually found guilty of a felony. I always hated that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was... Um, okay, it looks like... Well, but some people said the prosecution was unfair and just politically motivated. Because of the uh, tubes thing? Yeah, people wanted to get him for tubes. So they brought, they brought they brought up the tubes thing at his trial. They're like, "This is the guy." And his funeral, by the way. 
Uh, so, so this was in 2006. He said this. He said, um, uh, let's see. He gave uh, Stephen. This is from Wikipedia here. He was trying to explain his opposition to the amendment, uh, which would have. Um, oh, so this is kind of relevant to today, actually. Um, it was uh, the uh, the Communications Consumers Choice and Broadband Deployment Act, Act of 2006. Um, a couple of uh, senators uh, introduced an amendment that would have inserted strong network neutrality mandates into the bill. So now we're dealing with this all over again, right? Because net, net neutrality is in the toilet. Um, yeah. So of course he was against this because he was an old piece of shit, um, even in that even at that time. And he said the internet is not a big truck, but it is a series of tubes that could be clogged with information. And then he also confused the terms internet and email. Um, and then a couple years after that, um, he uh, was. Uh, uh, found guilty of some crimes and then died. So, kind of an early misstep there with the series of tubes thing. Yeah, I mean, also he was, um, of course, he had a uh, a, a decorated career in the military, fighting uh, during World War II uh, in the Air Force. Then was a uh, dedicated public servant for the remainder of his life. Uh, but he did fuck up an analogy about the internet, and so if Twitter had been around really when he had died, I think we all would have had a really good time with it. Yeah, you know, I would have photoshopped like a casket in a tube or something. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the internet's not a big truck, but they are using a big truck to transport your dead body to the cemetery or something, something like that. Rest in peace, though. Um to that guy whoever you, you forgot his already name. forgot you forgot his name again um so yeah net neutrality but you said you uh you deleted your shit online you're off of you're offline now right uh for i guess kind of i don't know i deleted that instagram and that facebook so now as far as you're concerned you don't have any data online nobody has any yeah, yeah i'm safe man so what you're telling while, me while is... all you suckers are out there you know getting your data stolen and looked at and everything i'm i'm scot-free i don't have anything to worry about i think do you think you're safe michael hale do you think do you think that we don't know who you are that's i'm doing a computer guy yeah sounds pretty good um i just uh, i didn't use instagram or facebook was only good for like uh they got uh, pet pig groups on there that you can go and check out. Yeah. Or you can see what your uh, racist uncles are up to. Right. Those are the only two real uses for Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, I follow a bunch of artists and stuff on it. But, um, I mean, it's, uh, I can just go find those guys elsewhere. But for you, it's not it's not worthwhile to support the arts. It's not interesting to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And I don't look, I don't like uh, supporting small businesses like Facebook and Instagram either. Yeah. Waste right. of time. So. Yeah. You don't like supporting small businesses. That's why you wear boxer shorts. <laughs> that's one to really noodle on. If you guys are in the, if, <laughs> if you guys are that? in the, <clears throat> so if you're in the car right now, go ahead and smash pause. Come mm-hmm. back to this. And think about this for like the next mile or two, because that's a that's a pretty that's a hefty joke right there. Um, Is it? Yeah. Because all right, you have to explain it to me after we're done recording this. 
Yeah, because I mean it it works in a lot of different ways. And if you guys get it and you're worried that Mike didn't get it, go ahead and write into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com. Explain the uh, support uh, and boxer briefs and small business uh, joke to Mike. Um, uh, oh, ahead. I just got it. You got it. Yeah, I just got it. Okay, pretty good. Pretty good, JF. But still write in with your interpretation. Subject line, Michael Hale's penis. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, so what do you want to do? Let's let's go right into the apology of the week, shall we? Apology of the week. So we haven't done one of these in a while because, as I always say, we we so rarely fuck, uh, fuck up. Um, but when we do fuck up, it's really bad. So one thing I wanted to come out and apologize for was uh, Mike's uh, audio on the the last episode. Um, Mike insisted, and this is, you're going to think this is weird. <laughs> you're going to think on. you're going to think this is strange. What do you you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, I insisted on not going over to your house and recording it there. Is that what you're gonna say? No, I wasn't gonna. Okay, well, I wasn't gonna say that. No, I was. What I was gonna say was, is uh, you insisted on taking the lid off the back of the toilet and then hopping into the <laughs> toilet and then recording it in there. And I said, Mike, you know, yeah. I don't think that's gonna work, man. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm stubborn. I think. You know, it's like Burger King. Have it your way. Just bullheaded. Yeah. Yep. So sorry for that. We're gonna try to do better. I think Mike in particular is gonna try to do better. Yeah, I really dropped the ball. I dropped the bowl <laughs> on this one. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. We I think we're gonna get some new equipment in here. I got this blue Yeti. It's not great. Yeti Corporation. Uh, do better. We've had a couple of these. We had that one that fucking yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There was like a high pitched hum in it. Yeah. So you you took it back or whatever. Not great. I don't know what they're doing over there. Uh it seems to me they're more worried about finding the old uh, the, the white monster in the snow. Yeah. Get back here and make some mic microphones. And when yeah. I say and when I say white monster, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. So <clears throat> and if if you're st- if you still have it on pause from earlier, come on back now and yeah, now's the time to come in. <laughs> get in, get in, get in on this thing. Get on, get in on the train right now. Uh, and then it also says here, Barbara Bush. I think you wanted to apologize for something you may have said. Um, I didn't write that, JF. Did you apologize? Did you want to apologize for doing something to Barbara Bush and maybe causing her to pass away? No, no, I don't want to apologize for that at all. Okay, well, uh, Jesse murdered her, so <laughs> I don't know if we can. I did yeah. no. Come on, no. She died, uh, and you posted a tweet about it. So I just wanted you to publicly apologize because I feel like you just didn't have time to apologize for your tweet, the bad thing you said about her. Right. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. I'm sorry <laughs> for the thing I said about Barbara Bush. Uh, not because I so. said not because I said it, but. Because I wish I had said something even more twisted. Oh my god! Well, folks, and you know what? Effed up. The, the, the apology of the week sometimes just doesn't work, and I think <laughs> this is a perfect example of one that doesn't work. So. Hey, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a you you can't. Well, I was going to try to 
burn Barbara, but you can't make Barbara yeah. Bush alive mm-hmm. anymore because the old bitch is dead. So nice, insane. Yeah, uh, just doubled down on that. So yeah, uh, that's the apology of the week. That's all I had. Did you have any other sins that you wanted to atone for? That's what uh, this kind of is. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry for being addicted to drugs. Other than that, yeah. I think that's it. All right. So let's do the six pack now, Mike. We got we got copy for it. We wrote this copy down. Okay. Now, so we don't have to yeah. we don't have to uh, you know, make it up every time. We don't want to do a make them up. All right, everyone, it's time for the six-pack. The six-pack, as we all know, is the section of the show where we look at six Kickstarters and give them the once-over, the twice-over, the thrice-over, and we bring you along for the ride. So without further ado, let's kick it off with a real stinker. Mike, take it away. Jeez Louise. Some crazy copy there. Who who the heck ever wrote that? It's, it's so I, want, good. I wonder if it was Barbara Bush. Oh, wait, no, she died. Oh. oh Jesus Christ. Uh, JF, what I got for you is Biz for Kids, uh, a business model generation comic for kids. It's a fun comic that encourages kids to create and engage in the making of a successful business. Uh, co-authored by uh, some broad up here. I forgot her name. <laughs> Oh, it's Alexander Osterwelder. You know, uh, from the famous upstate Osterwelders. <laughs> yeah, I think Alexander is a man, uh, which is, of course, not important. Um, in this day and age, you can really <laughs> be wh- whichever yeah. kind you want. You can be what you can be, whichever one you want. As long as you're a business owner, I think you can do whatever you want. Yeah, but a lot of men are small business owners, isn't that right, Mike? Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh! I think I think I know what's going to be on next week's apology of the week, uh, JF. Uh, is me apologizing to you for how small your little peckerwood oh, is? Okay, uh, so <laughs> this is a little uh, book for the kiddos to teach them about capitalism. Isn't that nice? So they can grow up and be small business owners like you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Barbara no. Bush. Wait, hang I'm on. Trying to do it. I'm trying to do it, too. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this one is uh, is really putrid to me. And I so I got to say, this is something that, um, first of all, a European person is doing, which it's so great to see Europe still at it, you know, because those guys have had such a hard time. What with, you know, uh, like like uh, Western civilization being run over and stuff by like multiculturalism and feminists and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool that Europe is still going at it, even though their way of life is being threatened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was just listening to the new Kanye album. So that's <laughs> got this stuff on my mind. Uh, but the, it is a dad doing stuff with his two daughters, I think, which is, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, aside from that, the uh, the philosophy behind it is disgusting, um, and the actual uh, product seems extremely uh, unfun. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a worse lesson to teach your kids than, "Hey, you should own a business when you grow up." Yeah, <laughs> that sucks, man. That- I want to I want to own like a uh, just a small hardware store. That's what I want. I don't know. Well, where would you even get some small tools? Oh, jeez, Louise. What are you doing? 
What are you doing? Well, look, so this is just my philosophy on this. You want to start your own business where you're in there working and you're selling a hammer and nails to some guy who walks in? I think that's cool. I think that's fun. It's a cool hobby for you to do. It's a useful place to operate, you know? It's, it provides a service to the community. But when you talk about businesses in 2018, it's fucking startups. It's figure out an electronic wizio and doodaddly that you can get made somewhere cheap and brought over here and sell to people for a markup. And that's exploitation, right? That's just <laughs> that's just what a business is, is it not? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound like a real fucking left-wing nut job. You know the type I'm talking about, too. Oh, oh, does my kale smoothie have extra yeah um extra glue is extra gluten in it yeah that's oh it is uh hey do you have uh any starbucks around here so where i can take my i can like where my tom shoes at oh is this wi-fi organic oh nice yeah you know so i don't want to sound like one of those freakazoids but um so this is this is how capitalism works right you 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 create value but you don't actually but you can't create value. You have to steal it from somewhere. And that is generally stolen from workers, right? So the excess yeah. value that the workers put into your company you reap in the form of profit. And when you have these top-down enterprises, i.e. not a co-op, you know, not a collectively bargained union-run shop, something like that, it all goes up to the top, right? That's where all the value goes. It goes up or it goes out to investors, right? Um, So that's how businesses operate. And that's a lot different than saying, I would like to... uh, So a quick quick tangent here. When we went to Puerto Rico, my wife and I, um, it was uh, lovely, a lovely time. And this guy on the beach... So all the beaches in Puerto Rico are public. So even though we were in a hotel that was on the beach, everybody could come onto the beach at all times, right? So... um, we we would hang out on the beach, and I was reading at that time. I was reading that book where Matt Damon goes to Mars and he starts growing uh, taters for some reason. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, what's it called? It's called Red Taters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no 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 no! This was the sequel. This was uh, Space Tubers. Um, mm-hmm. um, and uh, space is just a series of tubes, by the way. Oh mm-hmm. my! Oh oh oh! <laughs> so. I'm reading. I'm reading that book. You know, we're having a nice time. Uh, this lady comes around with a little basket, and she's got homemade empanadas in there. You know, she's got the the beef empanada. She's got the cheese. I think maybe, just, or vegetable or something. Delicious empanadas, right? That's yeah. A, that's a business. You know, she she's providing a service, a product, and she's charging me more for it than it costs her to make. Right, but her time is worth something. So on. There's nothing inherently wrong about that to me. Or then there's yeah. then there's the guy who fucking like have you ever tried to push a cart on some sand? Of course not. I know I know you. You've you haven't even I mean, done that in a video game, much less in kind of way. kind of presumptuous to ask me <laughs> if or to say that no I haven't or whatever. Okay, bitch, do you have a cart? <clears throat> not on me. No. Right. I don't have a cart. This guy would push a heavy ass metal like hot dog cart up and down the fucking beach all day, and then he you would give him whatever like five dollars, and then he would chop the top of a coconut off, and then he would uh, he'd put a straw in it for you, 
then mm-hmm. you could drink it. And then you could give him a little bit more money. And then he would uh, put some booze in there. So yeah. that's a cool guy, right? That's a business. Yeah. That's a fucking business. But when it turns evil, you know, if uh, if Mark Zuckerberg flew in there and said, I'm going to give you $10 million to do your coconut slicing, then all of a sudden it gets pretty nasty pretty quick. And that's what these people fucking want. They don't want the they don't want the fucking coconut guy. They want the, you know, uh they want the the mattress people or whatever the fuck. And uh speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by all the mattress companies put together. Uh don't forget <laughs> you sleep up to one third of your life and it's very important. But you know you, you know what I'm fucking saying? I don't want to go on a rant here. You know what I'm fucking saying, right? No, I think a lot of the things that you just said, I was going to say, and then you t- you said them before I was going to say them. So. Right, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, it seems uh, this is not something I'll be teaching my kids. Um, is this something you're going to teach your boy? No, man. I'm I'm going to hopefully try and tell him the truth about everything. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, <clears throat> my parents never told me, you know, how the world was or whatever. Or that everything like sucks. Yeah, they. I think they like wanted me to be happy or something. But uh, I'm just gonna tell my kids. Swinging a miss on that one. Hey man, <laughs> hey man, buckle up, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to be as real with my kid as I can. Uh, I don't know. Because I think if you're not, you're just uh, lying to them. That's fucked up. A lie of omission. Yeah. You can't tell him that he can start his own business when he clearly doesn't even like have the first idea about return on investment. Like, I mean, you fuck, you talk to this kid for more than five seconds. You realize this, (laughs) this guy is not a deal maker. This guy is a, (laughs) this guy is a deal Quaker. He's shaking in his boots thinking about doing deals. And this is what it's not. He's not ready for prime time yet. No, no, no. I've, you know what I've seen, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to your boy about business and come away from there thinking, uh, That was a total waste of time, you know? Yeah. It's like... And that's partly my fault, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's in, he's in your house, he's under your <laughs> roof, and he doesn't know how to conduct a proper business meeting. And this is what I told yeah. him. I said, hey, listen, and I won't, I won't use his name because I don't know if you want it out there, cause especially how embarrassing it is of what I'm about to say. I said, listen up, kid. The next time you want to jerk me around, uh, maybe yeah. you can put a porno flick on the TV for me so this thing can go a little faster. Okay, pal? Told my kid that, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, and it's a metaphor, so it's not. Yeah. And he didn't understand that either. He's like, what? I don't even have, you know, I can't even reach the TV. Dad has all the stickers on the TV. He won't let me have the remote. And it just turned into this. <laughs> and I just can't. I, honest to God, I can't I can't handle talking to the kid anymore, you know? The only, uh, you know, he loves is Minecraft. Maybe you guys could uh, get together on some Minecraft. Well, I'd love to see, you know, I would say just tell him to work up the presentation and call my office. Um all right. And we'll see if we can put something together. But you know, if not, it was nice. It was nice knowing you guys, and I I really do appreciate the other con- and I'll keep you in my Rolodex. And he doesn't even know what a Rolodex. Is. I'm sorry, I'm getting off on it. Go on. What's you're going, you're going off again? What yeah. do you have to say about this? How much money we got on this thing? Is it going to happen? Are we going to be playing this game? Uh, if we if we uh, should we fucking buy it? Just to like read about. It. We got the first book, right? The Chloe has chlamydia thing. That went fucking nowhere. We got the book in like PDF form. We wanted the real thing. Yeah, I kind of wanted the. I mean, it's still still TBD on that one. So they got forty seven thousand of forty one thousand. So yeah, we still got sixteen days on this one. 
So unless somebody gifts what negative six thousand, yeah. Oh, you know what we should do? We should uh, get all of our listeners here mm-hmm. to give negative uh, eighty thousand to this guy. Oh, I got so. an idea. How about this? How about I just write one really bad check? Nice. Could be kind of funny, like a funny joke, you know? Yeah. Write a bad check. <laughs> just go to go to prison. That would be pretty funny, man. It would be. I don't know. All right, what do you uh, what do you got for us next, JF, on the six pack here? All right, pal. Okay, listen up. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. So, this is called Divine Soul Awakening Spiritual Retreat. Welcome to Divine Soul Awakening Spiritual Retreat. We are open to all faith and meditation traditions. This is some real crackpot ass bullshit, Mike. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Right now, they want four hundred grand. So this is, uh, boy, this is. You ever see that movie? Uh, uh, what's that? What's that? I think it's. Is it a Ben Stiller movie? Uh, the wander, the wander, wanderlust. Is that what it is? Ben Stiller, Jen, Jenny Aniston. You ever see that one? Um, <clears throat> no, that's a recent one, right? I've not, I've not seen it. It's not too I know recent. What you're talking about. Not too recent. Um, let's see. Wanderlust. Wanderlust. Uh, this movie came out uh, in the year 2012. Oh, it's Paul Rudd, not Ben Stiller. Pardon. So you got Paul Rudd. You got Jennifer Aniston. Um, they played the Gergenblatts. Um, sort of an anti-Semitic name, I think. Really, really. Uh, that's a bad name. Like, if you're making up like a name for mm-hmm. like a movie, why would you pick something so stupid like that? Or maybe it's if anybody's named Gergen Blatz in the listeners here. Well, uh, really stepped in it, but uh, why wouldn't you just go with like uh, not that? Yeah, I think I would probably pick something else. Um, I don't know, like Tom Cruise, just to throw something out there as far as a name I would pick. Um, you would pick you would name your guy in your movie Tom Cruise, even though he's not, even though he's not Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, he's like not. If it was, <laughs> Paul Rudd, you would name that guy Tom Cruise. Well, maybe I wouldn't cast Paul Rudd as Tom as Tom Cruise. My my so Tom. You would, so the characters in this movie you're writing yeah. are addressing this person as Tom Cruise when he's clearly not Tom Cruise. Well, there's going to cause okay. some confusion. I think. Oh, well, he's not the only Tom Cruise in the world. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that causes a bigger problem than fucking. Bergenblatt's or whatever the hell you said earlier. Why is it a problem? Because you're on the screen, you can clearly see it's Just not throws Tom Cruise. The, throws the, it, throws the, it throws the viewer off, and they're like, "Well, I'm not, you're well, just fucking with me, and I fucking hate you for it." No, I just think, I think if you're coming into my movie expecting that everything on the screen is going to make sense <laughs> to you, then you're in the wrong. Movie. This is something you're going to have to see multiple times. Like you're in the wrong movie. Yeah. Hey, go it's see suspension. It's called suspension of, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, go, go. did you think, did you think, uh, the Jurassic park dinosaurs were real or something? That's what I'm you... fucking saying. And actually one of the dinosaurs in that movie is named Vince Vaughn and they don't, they don't show, but if you look at the credits, the T-Rex that comes out in the end and saves the, uh, the whole people from the messed up dinosaur in Jurassic world. Yeah. His character's name is Vince Vaughn. Really? So it's kind that, of a dude. I all right. 
I'm going to assume that you're messing around, and I'm no. just, we're just going to move past this. No, who is the director in Jurassic World? Colin, uh, I can't think of the guy's last name now, but he was a big fan of Swingers. And so he wanted yeah. he wanted to have a tribute to Vince Vaughn, one of the stars of Swingers in the movie. And uh, his Vince's Vince had some scheduling conflicts. He had to do uh, Christmas. So he, he, he had so to do Christmas can... Fart Four, so he couldn't make it in the movie. <laughs> so they said, "Well, listen, you know, we we got this role for you, but I guess we'll give it to the T Rex, and we'll just call him Vince Vaughn." <laughs> he was originally supposed to be just Vince Vaughn as the dinosaur. Yeah, and everything was going to be the same. So the part where uh, Bryce Dallas Howard goes to the big uh, pen and lights yeah. the flare, mm-hmm. and the door opens, and then the music soars. The big, the score comes through uh, instead of the T Rex coming through. Like <laughs> it's actually supposed to be Vince Vaughn walking out. He's got like a blazer on over a V neck T shirt. Yeah. He's supposed to be like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on? It's me, Vince Vaughn." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's ready to do some? And what well, he says, one of his I some, don't who's know. ready to do some Vince Vaughn type shit. I don't know how he talks. I can't do an impersonation of him. That's sounds like you got a hold of the script too. Anyways, uh, we're going off on a tangent. <laughs> we're going off on a, a Vince Vaughn. Are tangent. we? Once again, another Vince Vaughn tangent. Anyways, this is called Soul Awakenings. This is a sacred place of heaven on earth, Mike. Um, it's a retreat to receive spiritual guidance for people to clear their minds by reconnecting to nature and each other. It's a good place for people who describe themselves as quote, spiritual, but not religious. Yeah. You know, the uh, worst people in the world. Those are the ones that they want to attract there. That's such a wishy washy thing. Spirit. I'm like, I'm spiritual, not religious. Yeah. You got to pick one, my man. So you're saying you're not spiritual and you're not religious. That's true. Yeah. You're not spiritual at all? No. Well, so what are the crystals and, and like dream catchers and stuff for in your room? Um, <clears throat> those are for just specific rituals that I do. It's nothing big or whatever. Okay, I can't help but notice that the, you said the word ritual, which is sort of part of the yeah. word spear ritual. I just kind of wonder if that was a coincidence or... Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I just love having a bunch of crystals and shit around my house and uh, doing my chakras and all that stuff. I know uh, all about it and what they are, and I know astrology too, which is something I also like to do. Right. One of my big things, and again, I'm spiritual but not religious. One of the, my big things is uh, <laughs> I like to put salt in doorways. You yeah. Ever, you ever do that? Yeah, get some big rock salt and just pile it up in the doorways and just be like, "Oh, this makes me feel good for some reason." You know, I cannot tell if you're fucking with me at all right now. <laughs> I cannot tell. Yeah. Um no, I don't do the salt thing. Um, all right, I could see you doing some stuff like that for some fucking reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, the sacred retreat is designed around the four basic natural elements, which. Of course, we all know. Mike, take it away with the four basic natural elements. You know them. Uh, earth, wind, yep. w- fire, water, heart. Okay. You kind of – you actually did so, Captain Planet. Pl- yeah. Planet, yeah. Okay. It wasn't it. <laughs> well, you got there eventually. Um, 
So you got all kinds of cool stuff you're going to do here. Uh, it's a resort, basically. It's going to offer reconnection rituals involving sound therapies, including crystal and Tibetan bowls, uh, various kinds of massage therapies in our outdoor spa under an open yurt, crystal chakras healing, Reiki, Tai Chi, essential oils, uh, color energy bathing, and body therapies. And that it really that also includes Ayurveda physicians who prescribe a combination of purgative therapies for detoxing the body, mind, and soul, yoga, aromatherapy, flower essence readings, and many other spiritual classes, moon ceremonies, drum circles, powwows, sweat lodge workshops, expos, along with a variety of spiritual speakers on many various spiritual topics to inform and awaken one on deeper spiritual levels in preparation for the fifth dimensional shift occurring now on Earth. Yeah. Oh, but I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know. Don't even say it. I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. But what if I get hungry? Well, you can also enjoy delicious farm-to-table vegetarian, vegan, and all uh, organic meals along with a smoothie bar that serves all organic, nutritious ingredients of your choice, all made from our organic vegetable herb gardens and our organic fruit orchards. So, while you're um, while you're shifting paradigms um, and -hmm. reaching a higher level of understanding via the astral plane. Um, Eastern medicine and becoming detoxed through a variety of pure natural space therapies. Um, you can also enjoy it like a little, um, like ban- strawberry banana, uh, smoothie. So it's kind of cool there. Uh, dude, I would love to see you at this fucking place. <laughs> I would love to see how calm you are. <laughs> I definitely need to chill out, uh, with some, uh, bowls. You know, put a bunch of fucking rocks on your head, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I never got the whole crystals thing, man. It's just so foreign to me. Or the I don't understand. Have you it. ever seen the triangle, like the triangle thing that supposedly holds like energies and stuff? Uh, no, I've never seen that. Oh yeah, you can buy these little triangles, and then you can like put energy into them or something. So pretty cool. It's pretty good shit overall. This is a spiritual retreat. They want four hundred grand. So far, they got zero. Um, it's kind of cool. You can either pledge seventy five or a hundred dollars here. So if you're a hundred dollars, you get a free healing session. Um, at seventy five dollars, this this one is really interesting, Mike. Uh, this one kind of put it over the top for me. Mm-hmm. It says here DNA activations upgrades for light body ascension. So. Uh, if you don't know what that means, uh, it's the process. <laughs> uh, just uh, should I not even bother because you already know? <laughs> no, go go okay. ahead. So I feel like some people might not know what it is. So. Okay. okay. Say. The process of returning to twelve strands of DNA in our current human form is known as ascension. Ascension is the process by which the embodiment is elevated in vibration a little at a time until it is vibrating to the resonance of unconditional love. During this process, at an etherical level, 10 additional strands of DNA are connected within the circuitry of the body and brain as the embodiment elevates in vibration and as the new DNA is connected, fear-based patterns and beliefs are released simultaneously and make room for the experience of more joy, uh, creativity, and self-expression. And that's uh, $75. (laughs) So... A pretty decent <laughs> value. Um, yeah. So uh, clearly, this is like some. Uh, th- this is fucking. Uh, what was the the cult with the hail bop comment? Yeah, man. I was just thinking about that uh, that sex cult on uh, 
on Twitter. You know, the uh, Alice. Oh, yeah. Al- Alice and Mac. Mac. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about that today, and I was looking um, I was looking at her tweets. You can do, like, uh, you know, in the search from Alice and Mac and then space uh, chat because, like, she was always, like, uh, saying to these women on Twitter, we should chat or whatever. Uh, yes. Real creepy now. Looking back on that. Yeah, she was trying to recruit them into her sex cult so they could become sex slaves. Which, which like... It's not even as good as co- it sounds. Sounds cool, yeah. Oh, okay. but, I mean, <laughs> no, um, yeah that's, that's... What a nightmare, up. though. Yeah, it's really fucked up. I've never... And that's, why, that's another reason why I'll never watch Smallville. <laughs> Just re- out the window right away, even if I wanted to. Right. I mean, it's worth never a rewatch, but... Uh, yeah so this is yeah uh heaven's gate is what i was thinking of this is definitely some heaven's gate shit do not go out to this field wherever this is happening don't go there you will come back dead so kind of fishy man um yeah i feel like they're maybe planning some jim jones type stuff here yeah 100 percent. so uh really creepy stuff uh i will not be uh contributing to the campaign at this time so Zero dollars of four hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, still fifty-eight uh, days to go. So they bumped up the. Uh, I think at the default. What is the default? Thirty days or whatever. Yeah. Um, bumped it up. <clears throat> Pretty good. Maybe they'll get there. Uh, JF, I know you're tired. I hear you yawning over there, my sleepy boy. No, that wasn't me. That was. Uh, that that was, was. Yeah that that uh, that wasn't me that yawned. That was uh, I just farted. Like to say something, <laughs> something even worse. Ah, crap. Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't laugh. I just. Uh, I actually shit. I had diarrhea come out of my. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Uh, hey, this one is uh, finding the edge, a flat Earth reality TV show ah. by the by the Flat Earth Network. You may have heard of them. Old Finn over there. Okay. Yeah. That's um, now. That is that where comedians and cars getting coffee moved to after they got off crackle. Yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> have not seen a lot of it um, since they got off Crackle. Because I'm always watching um, Crackle. I'm always watching Voodoo or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like the the third string. Yeah. The third string video apps. <clears throat> you're always going um, to find me on Voodoo, 100%. Um, <laughs> people ask me, uh, Jesse, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? Uh... Voodoo gift cards. Thank you. That's it. I don't yeah. I don't need anything else. I mean, they're right in the check off checkout aisle too, so you can't really. <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody Listen. gave you a Voodoo gift card? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> what do you want me to do with this? Awesome. Thanks. Did you need me to uh, throw this away, or what? What do you want me to? <laughs> Trash cans over there. So. <clears throat> this is a a, a crowd funded. Crowd-produced, crowd-funded, crowd-directed, internet-based reality show. It's the first of its kind. Um, Finding the Edge, a flat-earth reality show. Uh, Are they going over the edge, or are they already there? A crowd-produced, crowd-funded, internet-based reality show. I don't understand what this is, what it's supposed to be. Okay, I think I I can help. uh, Because the way I read this, and this is just me... Um, I think it might be a crowd-produced, crowd-funded, crowd-directed, internet-based reality <laughs> TV show, the first of its kind. Does that make sense to you? Uh, 
So run it, run it back one more time. Okay, it's crowd-produced, crowd-funded, crowd-directed, internet-based reality TV show, the first of its kind. It doesn't say what it, it's going to uh, talk about, however. Well, it says the, um, the live streams will be embedded. So Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is just a, a flat-earth uh, TV show. Uh, of course it is, because it's crowd-funded, crowd-directed, internet-based reality show, and it's the first of its kind. Yeah, and it's on the Flat Earth Network also, so it kind of... Well, obviously, not a lot of info provided on this Kickstarter, but... Uh, these people want to make a, a TV, sh- a reality show about flat earthers. I'm assuming um, they. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be making fun of it or not. The funny part about it is they only want fifteen hundred dollars to do it. For some reason, uh, they're going to live stream this fucking whole thing, and everybody's going to get mm-hmm. uh, part of fifteen hundred dollars. So that should be good for everybody. Should be enough. Um, how did you like the? Uh... The art, the banner art at the top of the page, where it's um a screenshot yeah, from makeagif.com. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it's obviously a globe that's on fire, but it's just a frame of it because you can't right. set GIFs as uh, editors or whatever. Pretty, Pretty good. good, man. Pretty good. Uh, this one has $1 of the $1,500 goal. Three days to go. Maybe uh, include some information about it. Uh, that's that would be my only gripe here. All right, or at least tell me what channel the Flat Earth Network is on. What is it? Two, three, four? Is it five? It's the one, it's, it's the one that has comedians and cars getting coffee. <laughs> but uh, the oh. one dollar gets you behind the scenes access to wherever the fuck this is, JF. Okay. Uh, uh, Twenty five dollars you get uh, at the end of season one. The cast will sign one hundred posters. Does not say that you'll get 100 posters. Does Just not say pledge, that. You can pledge $25 and get... Uh, and 100 uh, posters will just happen, and some somebody will do something with them. So Yeah. Well, Looney and, Tunes on this website. But you'll get that by uh, you'll get that by December 2018, so just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Which, I mean... I have exactly 100 family members, and so... For me, I, I will just be getting the Voodoo gift card, but I think other folks might appreciate the <laughs> uh, the poster. Yeah. Well, what do you have for us uh, next, Jeff? This is your last one of the six-pack. Are you sad to see the six-pack almost over? Uh, well, I am sad to see it almost over. I'm even sadder to see that you can't keep track of how many I've done, because this is only my second one, big man. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was over. It's painful to sit here with you and talk to you for <laughs> <laughs> several hours yeah you don't yeah you don't enjoy it all that much um no and you've made that very clear i'd like to get into the bed and go to sleep would you really no i wouldn't i'm a night owl you, yeah one thing you, one thing one thing you'll learn about me throughout the course of us being friends is that i'm stay up late i'm a night boy you really are so and you don't do anything of interest really in those hours either but you find them all. you find them very important to you for some reason very relaxing to my soul i think you have to have it right or else it it feels like the day was not right yeah that's kind of where you it's kind of where you center yourself you know so it's where i yeah <laughs> just launch into more of that coffee from the fucking <laughs> All right. Uh, what is? Oh, oh, all right, Mister. This is my second one. Let's hear it then, <laughs> Mister. This is my second one. Yeah, you nailed me on that one, bud. <laughs> this one is. Uh, this is called "I Am a Blogger." Seventeen stories about earning a living online. Now, 
the reason I thought this was so interesting is, hey, JF, don't you earn your living online? Uh, yeah, let me think about that for a second. Uh, uh, yeah, you could say that. Um, I am online. That's how I make my money online. What could be more interesting to me than 17 other people doing the exact same thing as me, probably a lot more successfully? Who wouldn't want to read <laughs> about that? Uh, well, luckily this, that doesn't seem to be the case on this one. Cause it's a bunch of weirdo marketers. Um, it's a coffee table book. And of course, a documentary film series, which we all need more of telling the story of 17 professional creators. Now, uh, who, who are these folks going to be? Are they going to be Lynn manuel Miranda? No, you know, perhaps not. Is it going to be, uh, Marty Scorsese? Um, yeah. Maybe the next one. Uh, is it going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. But it it does have people such as um, Brooke Schumann, uh, who's, uh, who blogs at herpackinglist.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also got Chad Collins, who blogs Legos over Chad. at brickfestlive.com. Um, but then, of course, it it wouldn't be a book at all if you, uh, you didn't include... Um, Joshua Becker, who blogs on minimalism over at becomingminimalist.com. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, Patty Palmer, just another one to round out some of the, the highlights here over at uh, deepspacesparkle.com. So basically all the stars are here. Um, <laughs> you really want to hear about all the, how these bloggers make their money. The only thing you have to do is to give them money. So I would say maybe sort of answering your own question there. Um, $25,000 on this one to, to, to that's the goal. Yeah. Very strange. It has exactly half as of this recording has exactly half of how much money it needs with seven days to go. And it says 232 backers, which is a really high number of backers. What do you think, buddy? They, they got uh, 12,000, right? Of the 25,000, seven days to go. We don't know like how far, uh, how quickly they've gotten that or whatever. I mean, you can look at like kick track, I think. Right. But uh, do you think it's going to make it in the next seven days? This fucking book. I would be extremely surprised if it did not. Um, yeah. This one just seems like something that's going to happen. And it's, uh, I, I don't understand what the appeal of it is. And I don't understand why it seems so it seems like a foregone conclusion that it's going to happen. Um, according, yeah, you said kick track looking at, um, kick track right now. So it's, uh, it's been a fairly steady growth, I guess. looks like they jumped up 5,000, um, like on the first day. So maybe that's a little bit strange. I don't know. This It's very weird to me. It's just, it's, it's people you have never heard of in your life and there's nothing wrong with not having heard of people or not having been heard of. Everybody has a normal job or whatever, but you would think in order to put together a, an, an interesting book or much less a goddamn documentary, it can't possibly be somebody who like goes online and takes pretty pictures of recipes, right? Like how is that possibly going to be interesting enough? They have, uh, previews of the stories or whatever. One of these says, uh, <clears throat> I remember the day I made 12 cents and I was like, holy shit, you can make money doing this? Game on. 
says Corey Willis, helping you make your house feel more like home. I guess it's some fucking blog this guy writes. I don't know. Good. Really good. And that's probably going to be the exact same thing uh, 17 times in this book. Um, yeah. Interesting enough, it's it's actually put together by, I guess, a company called ConvertKit. Um, and this is like, yeah, it's it's email marketing software, like fucking, uh, you know, whatever, uh, what like Mailchimp or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So it's whatever that crap is, and so this seems to be a Kickstarter project in order to push this ConvertKit email marketing service. Um. You know, you even you think s- it's do you think it's that uh, <clears throat> you think it's that uh, transparent because they're like uh, so so when like people back you, you obviously get their email address or whatever, right? You know, I don't think they could do that. I don't think that's legal. Well, it's it's sort of an expensive way to buy emails, I guess. Uh, if yeah. they if they actually end up doing it, but maybe there's more here than meets the eye. But of course, you're going to get a free month of convert kit um, if you pledge. Oh, yeah. At the $25 level or above, um, which you could also do just by going to the ConvertKit website, which this is not an advertisement for ConvertKit because I don't know what the fuck it is, but <laughs> it's, prob- it's probably garbage if I had to guess. <clears throat> it's one of those real you, f- freaky marketing you, things. Maybe somebody uh, uses ConvertKit and is listening to this podcast right now. Yeah, if you use ConvertKit or any other email marketing software, why don't you write on into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com subject line uh, marketing freak and tell us about your marketing products <laughs> and why you like them so goddamn much if you're so smart. Um, anyways, that just as a, somebody who who makes a living online ostensibly, I, I can't think of anything less interesting than explaining how that's done uh, or, or much less having 17 other people do that to me. It just sounds really bad. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, begging online. Basically, it's just all you're doing, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's <clears throat> that's art. That's patronage, right? You it's just, shameful. Well, well, I'm not gonna go that far, but you have to have enough people who like you that'll give it's you money. Just a, gotta be a real scumbag to do it, though. Right? Wow. Well, I mean, I think it's probably exactly as scummy as fixing somebody's like email, but you know, I mean, that's neither nasty. here nor there. Going on Twitch or whatever every week. <clears throat> Seems like you pulled that site specifically for some reason. Um. Anyway, uh, what else we got here? JF, my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you've got one more in the six pack, and then I think after that, I will probably do another one from the six pack, and then I think that will more or less conclude the six <laughs> we're contractually obligated to do in the pack. Yeah. Well, let's not do a bunch of math. Because uh, that's a lot. That's really boring, and I don't want people falling asleep oh. to the podcast. So let's just keep it okay. I'm cool boring. I'm boring. Let's just keep it funny. All right. Um, <clears throat> what I got for you is called Momentous. It's uh, it's the world's largest interactive board game. It will allow players to shape the world in which we live. Yeah. Well, this one was from listener Adam as well. We're gonna give him his daps on this one. Um, Adam said that this is something that he uh, did. A former coworker of his was yeah. was pushing, was peddling. Probably probably wouldn't have read that part out on the podcast. Well, he said he said former coworker. Oh, okay. And wow. he said and he said I hated that guy. 
So <laughs> said some other stuff too. We're not even gonna. We can't even repeat some of the stuff he said about his former coworkers oh, on here. Actually, I think I can. Here it goes. Bleep 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 bleep. Oh my god. Bleep. You know. Yeah. Whole lot more beeps where that came from. <clears throat> you got that right, brother. Um. Yeah. So he he wanted to write in and, and tell us about this, and uh, it's it's really fucking strange. Uh, momentous will bring people together. Oh, sorry, monumentous. I don't want to uh, say the thing wrong or whatever. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it is monumentous. That's right. Monumentous will bring people together from all walks of life in order to make a better world. I believe in the power of people, and the outcome of this board game will have significant act- impacts on all of those that play. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a board game like it's fucking Minecraft or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what it is beyond that. Well, so, uh, so looking at this, what it seems to be, so there's cards you can buy. So you, you buy the cards, uh, at a store and then it, then that card goes into your deck and then it's somehow mapped to a grid somehow. Um, and then you can do battles. So it's like sort of a rudimentary chess type game or checkers like some kind of math happens um so you could have attack and hit points like pokemon or any other rpg whatever the fuck uh and then there's some this there's some dice that get rolled this description for this kickstarter is so long there are so many like rules and uh fucking like I don't know, man. Like, look, did you did you see some of like the artwork and stuff he laid out down here? Yeah. So it's not just a game. Um... <laughs> it's like so many parts. That why is this so complicated? All right. Because it's not just a game. Because it's supposed to be an experience. Like, so you know, Ready Player One, uh, that movie that came out that yeah. probably sucked major ass because the book was really stupid. And the idea was that oh, you're living in a virtual world. And there's a bunch of fucking kick-ass video game shit in here, too. Um, yeah. That's, that's essentially this. This was in 2015, so I think the statute of limitations on Adam's co-worker being mad at him has probably expired. <laughs> um, but what this guy wants to do is all of the users who buy into this game are going to also f- like contribute physically to some real-world endeavor. So he wants to build um, a castle also. So a a literal castle as a base of operations. Um, uh, He says uh, it could be an abandoned mall, an old Freemason temple, or even a giant farm. Um, And then he says, uh, I envision a place that doesn't conform to the rules of modern society, a place where people can congregate and share (laughs) ideas, a place where freedom is respected, individual contributions are rewarded. This guy's doing a sex call. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I, this is a this is a sex call. It fucking sounds like a sex call. I mean, to me, I I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy from Adam. Yeah. Nice. A, a play. Yeah. To me, if someone came up to me and said, "Hey, I want to uh, <clears throat> I want to do this uh, card game," and basically the end goal of it is is I want to live with a bunch of strangers in a castle. I would say, oh, you just want to like, uh, you just want to like marry kids or something weird like that, right? Like you, you got something. Yeah, you got you some kind of weird. You, you want to like say, am I being detained a lot? 
to the police. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, because if you don't want to, <laughs> if you don't want to do something weird, you would just play the game on your computer and then go lay down. Like you wouldn't. <laughs> right. It says here over the years, I have explained my grand idea for monumentous to many people and they have all walked away intrigued, amazed, and even puzzled, it says here. So some some people yeah. even got puzzled at this idea. Right. Um, however, they all seem to agree that it is a good idea and that I, sh- and that I should pursue my dream. Everybody that he asked said that. Yeah, I don't know if he just didn't get the feedback from Adam or if Adam's just like a good, he's got a good <laughs> poker face or something. Very strange man that would want to do this. Um, so how do you start building this castle? Well, uh, for 10 bucks, you get an unactivated square on the momentous game board that cannot be attacked or taken over until redeemed. These will involve physical cards that will be shipped to the backer. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, it's a, so there's a game board. Is the game board in the castle? Or everybody has their own game board? No. There's, I'm a, sincere, there's one like, unified. I'm sincere. I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm checked out 99 percent of the time during this podcast, but mm-hmm. right now I'm severely focused on what this game is, and I'm <laughs> not and I'm not getting it. So no, I'm it, trying to. It makes no sense because, um, the way that that the way that he describes it, it sounds like it's one big like living, breathing game that's like eternal, but then he mm-hmm. also describes the mechanics of it as being like extremely temporal right like oh you do a battle with a three six card you lose well you got a bad square at the end well so then what how do you get a different square you buy more cards well how many fucking squares do you fucking have in this thing you know and do they all go to the castle makes no sense uh for five hundred dollars though you can be a part of a one-time play test in person with the creators of momentous uh you must have the ability to travel to upstate new york in order to participate there will also be homemade potato salad. And he spelled it with an E at the end. So this guy's a real fucking Looney Tune. Oh, because of the potato salad Kickstarter, you think? From back in the day? Oh, you think? <clears throat> but why the... Maybe. Why, why toe? I don't know, man. Freak. Um, he says uh, the cards have separate icons on them. And he says, I'm not disclosing how these symbols work. So it's always good when you have somebody who wants a lot of money that will not disclose how things work. <laughs> Just trust me on this. It's going to be cool. So 20,000 <laughs> bucks. Um it's it's by, he's called he calls himself the hands. The hands is the name of the thing. So <clears throat> maybe that's his company or whatever the hands JF. Yeah, but it looks like some weird cosplay shit, so this whole fucking thing sounds weird, so I, I mean... It stinks to I high still, heaven. I, I still don't get it, man, but I'm going to take your word for it. That this <clears> Kickstarter <throat> sucks, major ass, and then that's where you play the sound clip. Okay, I'll drop it in. So, here's this last one. I, I saved this one for last because I think I'm going to get pushed back on this, and that's fine. Because I know what I'm getting into. But I, I sincerely hold this belief. This is called... Why Grandma Keeps Forgetting an Alzheimer's Disease Story. This is a beautiful book to help explain Alzheimer's disease, meant for all ages and filled with colorful images, a very uh, noble goal, a humble amount of money requested, for just $4,000, uh, three days to go. So depending on how quickly you hear this episode, it may already have been funded or not funded by the time you hear it, so uh, who knows. Uh, but it's very close uh, as we record this. 
Um, this is this is like a cartoon book. It looks like um. Do you ever read the Critter series of books? There's a little critter. Yeah, it looked like a little porcupine character. Critter guy, yeah. He kind of waddle around and put on his his overalls and play with a toy or something like that. Those overalls were so fucking dope, dude. Yeah, that little guy had uh, the cutest fucking overalls and his little teeth and everything like that. Right. What cutie. Looked like sort of the ultimate b boy, um, a real classic look. So yeah. these people are are totally well intentioned. Um, it says they manage one of the largest Alzheimer's and dementia support groups on Facebook. Um, they uh, they have um, they they have experienced this in their own personal lives. Um, I think as a lot of people have. Um, my grandmother had Alzheimer's or dementia uh, towards the end of her life. It was very difficult. It was sad. Um, it's not fun. It's confusing for kids. Um, and here's the funny part. No, there's not really a funny part. I just think this is the way they describe. It, tell me if I'm wrong on this. This is the way they describe the disease in the story. And this is yeah. ost- this is ostensibly something you would tell kids, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea is, um, uh, so you got this grandmother that you love. Uh, very much okay and she has all these memories of you and those memories get turned into candy and then uh, there's a monster named alzheimer's and he comes and eats the candy yeah and then it's gone forever (laughs) so so what they've done is they've taken a a very esoteric vague concept of disease or illness or sickness that kids sort of have an analog for because they themselves get sick right yeah, and they have turned it into the thing that children fear above all else, which is uh, monsters. Monsters. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you here. Jerry. Okay, that's fine. We got a showdown, and then we'll add some like uh, lightning sound effects right here. <laughs> and uh, I think that uh, what age group are you thinking of that this is not appropriate for? You know. Are you going to say like uh, to your uh, three or four year old daughter that uh, uh, she has like a brain disease or something? Uh, no, I would just say she's sick. I mean, it's just what you tell kids all. You know, she's she's sick. Yeah. The doctors couldn't make her better. She's gone. Yeah. That sucks, but they can totally manage that. Um, instead of telling them, "Hey, one day." Oh, when, so your you, so your you gripe older, is it- you know, your gripe is that it's like all cutesy and stuff, and it's my gripe is that my gripe, my gripe is that it obfuscates. Like, if you're gonna tell a story and make it an analogy that's digestible, like uh, make it something that's easier to grasp or at least less terrifying. Um, I can think of nothing worse than saying like, so forget the grandma part, forget the Alzheimer's part. Imagine you're doing this story for like, uh, how come pets don't live forever or whatever the fuck. A simple yeah. concept that all kids who have pets have to deal with, right? Yeah. So instead of saying, well, you know, the dog that we loved so much, we gave him a good home. We adopted him from the pound. He had nobody to care for him. We took him in. We cared for him. We had some great times. Um, you know, he got really old. He had some sickness, and the doctors couldn't fix him anymore. And so he had to go to sleep, and he's gone now. But we will always remember him. And that's what you tell a kid, right? So instead yeah. instead you say, well, kiddo, a big old green monster came down from hell <laughs> and ate up the dog. 
<laughs> and uh, by the way, it's going to happen to you too. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. Oh, you love that dog, huh? Hey, uh, you know Freddy Krueger? Just, uh, it just sliced him up. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, baby. Your fishy's in hell. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I know that they, they draw it in this this cute way. Maybe it's just because, maybe I'm too close to it. Like I said, I, I can't imagine, my kids are three, and, or my kids are four and six, pardon me. I can't imagine telling either one of them that like a monster is at the heart of issues because it, it, yeah. it does two things wrong because it doesn't tell them the truth. Um, yeah. and I know that you sometimes have to blunt the edge of the truth when you're telling a kid certain things, but it, it doesn't like, it doesn't create any extra understanding in the kid's mind. It's confusing number one. And it's also scary. Like they're going to be thinking about the brain monster for like a long fucking time. Yeah. And also like the, you introduce this mechanism of, Memories are candy, like memories are physical things that you can like put in a bowl or something. Like it's very, very odd. And like I said, I would never fault these people's intentions. It's definitely not a scam. I think they're uh, they're going about this this humble goal in the correct way. But to me, I just thought this was the uh, the absolute most bizarre way to explain something to a kid is to say that a monster did it. Like I just kids are stupid. You ever you ever talk to a kid? So stupid. Well, the they one... have anything they don't have anything cool to say. They do the same like three things, yeah. and they uh, they're not interesting at all. They're just uh, oh, what'd you do today? Uh, well, I went to recess. Uh, interesting. You did that yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Yeah, nothing new with these guys. But uh, well, and kids are stupid, and this is why I keep going back to this. You know, when I sat down with your the boy the other day, I tried to tell him. <laughs> I said, do you? I said, do you not even understand what a stock buyback is? Because I'm trying to explain the nature of this hostile takeover to you, so you can actually use this information moving forward if you're going to invest yeah. in the Nikkei. And you seem to just be like, you, are you somewhere else? Like, are you thinking about Minecraft right now? Because I thought we said <laughs> we we're going to put Minecraft aside, and we were going to talk about how the board of directors could be removed in certain situations. And he just. I could see his eyes glazing over. I showed you the uh, the. It's, he just had a birthday. Well, he has one coming up. I got him that Fallout outfit. I show you that. Yes, yeah. A little jumpsuit there found online. Yeah, loves it. Loves it. He likes sleeping in the damn thing. Oh wow. Loves that Fallout so much. Uh, potential dad of the year. Possibly. I mean, it's, it's up too, there. It's too early. It's too early to say it's yet. Between. It's between me and Chris James. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the six pack, guys. Um, sorry if you're mad at me for being wrong or if you're just mad at me just because of you got your own if problems. You, if you are mad at Jesse, though, please write in your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Just let him have it. I love reading those. I get a real kick out of him. Back when he got in trouble on Twitter, I read all the voicemails that came on. Had, a, had it such a good time. Because uh, those guys aren't mad at uh, me; they're mad at Jesse, and that's what I love to to read. Yeah, be part of. Yeah, you enjoy that a lot. All right, well, let's uh, let's read a letter, why don't we? That's where you come in. Hey, Jeremy writes. Uh, 
I've been listening to the show for a while, and I'm a really big fan. Uh, my fiance and I are getting Ooh, married. Ooh, la It's a little French there. Uh, are getting married in a month, and a couple of weeks ago, she asked me for some podcast recommendations. Oh, Jeremy, I don't have a good feeling about this. Uh, he says, uh, of course I had to tell her about YKS. No! <laughs> and she complete she's completely hooked now in going back and listening to all the old episodes. Uh, thanks for confirming once again that I'm an extremely lucky guy. That's weird. I feel like we just got duped into uh, getting this guy laid by his fiance. Yeah. Oh, I'm so lucky. Oh, I can't wait to be with this woman the rest of my life. Well, guess what? We're trying to do a fucking podcast over here. So Yeah, we're not interested in helping you, Jeremy. <laughs> Um, of course I had to tell her about YKS don't do that yeah uh, well of course this was during the uh, the phase of everyone's marriage where they uh, you know one is one of the one of the participants is religious Um, the other one isn't but they still have to go and like sit down in front of the priest or the head of the church or whatever and like talk it's marriage counseling they're just doing it yeah. for the parents or whatever, and they say, you know, here's my past relationships, here's what I think about marriage, but all this stuff should be whatever. And then, of course, the priest says, okay, now what podcast do you listen to? So I, I guess that's probably one of, where, those, yeah. one of those things. I remember having to do that. Yeah. What, do you, what podcast did you say? Uh, well, back then, uh, when I got married, we didn't, we didn't have any podcasts. I said, um, I think I said the first podcast that there ever was, which is that Ricky Gervais one that you had to pay for. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was like one of the first podcasts. Like, there was no free one. He hadn't figured out the scam yet where you make a free one and then you make them pay for the other ones. Yeah, um, it's extremely, that's extremely, and the, the ones that you pay for are way better than the uh, than the regular ones. That's, by far, I think. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Um, okay, one more here from Will. He says, hey, fellas, you asked your listeners to write in. If we know which branch of the military is the one with the planes. So this was from a previous episode. There was some confusion on our end. Uh, uh, which branch of the military has the planes in it, Mike? Do you remember this conversation we were having? Yeah, I remember that. It was a very difficult day for me. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so this guy says, uh, Will says, I just wanted to let you know that I know which one it is. So thanks, Will, for writing in. Um, so I'm glad we got to the <clears throat> to the bottom of that one. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it for the show, Mike. Is it over already? Jesus Christ. It's only been like several hours. All right. Uh, see you next time, JF, next uh, time we do this. Okay. Well, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes if you can. Uh, check out the uh, the things on Patreon. And also go to shop.yourkickstartersucks.com if you want something with our faces on it. And we'll talk to you next time, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>